The closer we get to retirement, the more important it is to avoid costly mistakes. On today's show, three retirement investment mistakes older seniors should do everything possible to avoid. And now, the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willard. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Brooklyn, of course, president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory in San Antonio, uh, a certified financial uh, advisor, a fiduciary, a lot of experience, so much more. Hi, Brooklyn. How are you? Hi, Steve. I'm doing great. How are you? Very well, thanks. And and again, investment mistakes. Boy, right now is the, not the time to make a financial mistake just with the way things are. Uh, so let's let's help folks understand how they can avoid certain things. And we're going to dig into, uh, you know, asset allocation, risk tolerance, uh, all of those things that, that are just everyday part of your life, but not necessarily part of ours. Yeah. And, you know, again, we all learn by making mistakes, but uh, it's it is better to maybe learn from other people's mistakes so you don't make the same mistakes. I like the philosophy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, and again, so uh, how do we you know, we talk about asset allocation. Is there such a thing as the wrong asset allocation? And, And if so, how do we fix it? Well, asset allocation is you know, fancy for risk, right? Okay. How much All right. Risk you're taking. And as you, as you grow older, um, it's important to make sure that we're maintaining the right, uh, asset allocation so that you're not, um, so, so you're not at outsized risks, right? So you don't put too much money out there that if you needed the money, you would lock in losses and so on and so forth. But we also don't want to take the other end of the spectrum and be way too conservative, um, because if your money's not growing and, you know, keeping up with inflation and all that good stuff, it, you could run out of money, right? So it's that balance of, um, you know, the asset allocation that's important. Now, again, at Texas Financial Advisory, we put together customized um, plans for each and every client. So just because you're a certain age, like 70, doesn't mean that you have to go into this cookie cutter portfolio because you're a 70 year old. So we're able to structure things around the client. What we really don't want to gamble with though is your income because income is actually the key. That's the secret ingredient to, um, to retirement, right? Because if you don't replace that paycheck, how are you going to have money month to month? And, um, you know, most people, need need income and so we want to make sure you your your income portion is taken care of and having your money in the market when the mar- you know the market's been as I mean, 2022 has just been, you know, not a good year. That's a great description. Yeah, (laughs) and it's undone, you know, the the gains of all of 2021. And it's just, it's, um, you know, it's not been very uplifting. But, you know, a rebalancing in the portfolio is important because, again, that allows us to buy things when the market's down low. So when it does recover, um, you know, versus a buy and hold strategy. And again, there's not one way to do it, right? We're talking about people that are um, older. And so even more so that you're not going to re-earn this. I always tell that to people when they go to retire, the odds of them coming into this amount of money between now and the time they die is slim to none um, because it took them 30 years to get to this point to save it. And they don't want to retire only to, you know, have to go back to work because they're, you know, they've lost all their money in the market. Sure. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, we talk about diversification in your portfolio. We talk about it a lot. But, I mean, again, is that a fancy word for something? I mean, how do we know we're properly diversified in our in our accounts? Well, um, it's interesting what everybody's, you know, each person has kind of a different definition of, of uh, diversity. And so I've had people that think that because their accounts are at different institutions. Like I've got an account at Fidelity, an account at Chase, an account at Schwab, that that's diversity. Well, not necessarily. And, and that's, I mean, yeah, you're in different locations, but a lot of times I've seen, I'll bring in a client that, um, or potential client and we'll do an analysis as part of our, our process of where you currently are. And we'll see a lot of crossover. It's like, okay, yeah, you're at three different 
institutions, but you've got, in essence, the same investments at all three places. You know, it's just, you know, you're in Apple in all three places, you're in Amazon, you're in Pfizer, whatever it is, you know, so you're not truly diversified. Um, The other thing is that people think, well, I've got all this money in a a CD or, which sadly is not paying a very good interest, even though uh, interest rates are going up, they still tend to be certificate of disappointments. Um, But, you know, they think, well, I've got this cash over here and then I've got the, um, my money in my 401k, it's in the market. So I'm diversified. Well, there's other worlds of investing. There's ways to be able to safely grow your money um, and not risk your principal, but still earn, you know, a nice solid return on those investments. And so, you know, we like to show, we talk about these three worlds of investing and you've got your safe bucket and that's a bucket that's no risk to your principal. And then the middle world um, is what we call, you know, a hybrid world. And this is something that has the, you know, some sort of protection of principal, some sort of, um, you know, you put a hundred thousand in, you always have a hundred thousand dollars, but it's linked to a measuring stick. So that measuring stick could be the index, like an S and P 500, or it could be a commodity based thing, like our real estate. It can be linked to something that would earn more interest than just, you know, a money market account. And then of course we have the bucket that is risk. We like to call it potential, um, because you have the most potential in that bucket. Now that bucket is typically market exposed. So it's going to do one of three things. And this is going to be no surprise. It's going to go up, it's going to go down and it's going to go sideways. (laughs) So, um, unfortunately, not one of those buckets always, you know, 100% winners, you know, there's downsides to each bucket. So when we put together a TFA financial roadmap for our clients, we're using all three worlds, which now that's true diversity. Well, and again, you know, you, you talk about, um, let me ask you this, how important is cash to have some cash in, in your plan? Well, that is, again, cash is important in that it's a couple things, right? It's, especially if you're in a, um, a market-based approach because that cash is available either if you need to use it as a buffer to market downturn, but also an ability to buy when new opportunities come available and be able to purchase at good prices, right? Um, now, cash in the bank, savings accounts. Um, I just met with a gentleman that he's got five years worth of income sitting in a bank account and I mean, that that's his cushion. I don't know if I would recommend having that much income um, stored up, you know, earning no interest. So we're working on a way that he could have maybe peel out two years worth of income and invest it safely and, you know, grow that money while he's not needing it and then, you know, live off it. But that goes to our bucket plans, right? And mm-hmm. I talk about that quite a bit on our um our show and our bucket plans are ways that we can earmark money for when they are needed in life. Right. And, um, and that could be the same thing for, you know, kind of the, the bucket list trips or, um, remodeling the house, or there's just ways that we can earmark money that says this money is being used for, you know, income for the next five years or this money is, and then this money in the second bucket, we are not going to touch for five years because we don't need it because bucket one's paying us. And so bucket two's, you know, able to earn some interest to try and replenish what was taken out of bucket one. Sure. So really this all goes down to, um, you know, creating a plan. And that is something that we do for each person that becomes a client here at Texas Financial Advisory. But to start that, you have to give us a call. We don't know who we can help until you raise your hand and ask for help. And so you can do that a couple ways. You can go to our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. You can actually schedule an appointment from our website. If um, And there is no cost for that uh, consultation. Um, again, we want to just understand where you're coming from to see if there is something that we can help you with. If we're not the right fit or we can't, you know, if we don't have something available, we're able to either tell you, hey, you're doing everything the right way or you're a better uh, match for this type of advisor. And that's just not what we do. Right. And so um, it's truly just a way to help you vet where you should go. And if you if uh, it is something that we can help you with, we start walking you through that process and putting together that that plan. And this plan is something that you don't 
pay for as you're going through it. And that's something that I think is different um, that people don't, you know, normally see because, um, I, I mean, I think about if I was going to buy a house or build a house, like I want to see this plan for the house. I want to see right. the architecture, the blueprints, um, not just, oh, just go build me a house, you know? So um, we put together that architecture of your financial plan and then from there start investing it. So um, this is not like a one and done um, type of, of process. So uh, that's why we limit you know, how many appointments we have available because we do still have a, a, you know, a, a great business here of clients that we're servicing. So we don't have thousands of appointments available, but we do have opportunities that we, we carve off each week. So if you'd like that um, opportunity, again, no cost, no obligation to work with us. It's the time to talk about your situation. Um, reach out to us at 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. And you can always, always visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. If you are of the mind that if you could retire tomorrow, you would. The next segment is just for you. When we come back, some strategies to bump up your retirement day. We are back on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Brooklyn, uh, president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory in San Antonio. And, uh, you know, we, a lot of advisors have designations and we, we talk about them sometimes. But the one that jumps out at me, Brooklyn, is the uh, the. CDFA, the Certified Divorce Financial Analyst. And I don't mean to dwell on the negative things, but if people are going through that, and certainly people, you know, the gray divorce, is, it's a big deal. And the fact that you've got expertise in that area, that can make a big difference for someone, you know, on the backside of a divorce. Right. And, and it, what I've found is that when people are choosing to separate or go through a divorce that a lot of times, you know, the law side of things divides everything up 50, 50. It's just split the baby down the middle. Right. Um, but sometimes it's not a good, it's not in your best interest to split an asset. And so you might want to give up a hundred percent of one asset to maintain a hundred percent of the other. Um, and our, you know, a, it's something to think about if, if one person can't afford a mortgage on the house, but really wants to keep the house, like there's all different things that, that goes into, um, the asset side of divorce planning. And that is, you know, where that certified divorce financial analyst designation, um, assists and, and helps clients. And, you know, in turn, that goal is to help them save on legal fees too, because, sure. um, they're not having to rely on their attorney to do that. But, uh, it's, it's a way to, to have a more, uh, solid foundation going into that next chapter of your life, because we've also started focusing on the financial aspect of it. Um, so yeah. And again, it, it kind of falls into, you know, what we do in retirement planning and it's the exit strategy. Yeah, exactly. Just, we're being called in because you're going through a divorce. Well, and, and I mean, again, the two things that you threw out there just now, both of them new to me that were what great thoughts. In other words, to okay, well, I'm going to keep all of this, but I'm going to give that away. That I mean, again, that's boy, that's that's strategy right there. And and again, it it makes sense to work with someone like you to be able to see things differently than yeah, just a lawyer. And I'm not. I mean, you're a lawyer, so I'm not trying to put them down, but I'm just saying, it might be a little well, bit easier. <laughs> and uh, you know, another thing that I find that we've run up against, and this is why at our firm we. We offer estate planning as well. I find that a lot of attorneys, you know, you get your will done, your trust done, but they're not paying attention to the assets. And your beneficiary form on any account will trump um, trump what your will states. So let's say you were married and subsequently divorced, and you didn't take your ex-wife as the beneficiary of, of your 401k or your you know, even life insurance, um, something to that effect. And you were to pass away, even if you're remarried or you don't want to make sure it goes to your kids. If, if your ex spouse is listed as that beneficiary, that's who's getting it. Same thing for pensions. This has been awful. We've seen some folks that, you know, were divorced, remarried, now started collecting their pension, pass away. 
new wife does not get to continue the pension, old wife gets oof. the pension. That's oof. yeah. yeah. Boy, that's a tricky one. So um, that's another you know reason we you don't have to use this for estate planning if you have a will and you know, that you don't need a new will if it's fine. But most people haven't taken that step to get their estate plans put in place. Or if they do, there's a disconnect between their investments and their actual estate. Sure. Well, and again, the fact that you, you're into estate planning, there are tours that you can do that. Uh, that's a big deal because that, that estate planning thing is not really a pleasant topic. But again, we've just got to face it head on and, and make sure, you know, I's are dotted and T's are crossed. Well, and summertime tends to be quite the... Um, our busy time for estate planning because I feel like people are taking trips and they kind of go through that like, well, what if I died on this trip? Sure. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. 844-TFA-SHOW. Folks, if you'd like to get a head start, 844-832-7469. So let's talk about some of these ways that maybe we can move that retirement date a little bit closer. Yeah. Um, and one of the lines is, is invest for income. How do we do that? And, and it, it, that just seems like a pretty broad statement. Well, again, income is key. That's the secret ingredient to all retirement plans. So whether you've got a pension coming in or you have to create it yourself, you've got to create income to come in each and every month in a systematic format. And we also want to make sure it steps up for inflation. Now, something that people don't think about is the tax consequence of that income because every dollar that you receive will have a tax consequence. Now, there are ways to create tax-free income, which is great, especially for, you know, wanting to step up income in the future, but not increase their tax liability. So, um, income is is hard to map out um, for the investment piece because most people are used to just putting money in, letting it ride, sit and forget. You know, now when it comes time to turn on the spout and turn turn over income, it's it's a little bit scarier. So. Um, we spend a, a bunch of time and energy in, in our investments in the income world to be able to create that systematic payment each and every month, which might be a little different than most advisors. Instead of, you know, put as much money into the account, how much can you contribute? We're more like, how much do you need? Do you need to take a distribution? Do you want to take money out? <laughs> right. Right. Well, and again, that 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 just makes sense. Uh, and um, yeah, so we're talking about ways that maybe that and that might be a way to, to, to push that date a, a little bit earlier. huh? Right. Well, and I find again, that a lot of people have not thought through it. And so they 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 have like this magic number, like with when my 401k gets to a million dollars or yeah, whatever that is. Well, maybe you don't have to get it to a million dollars because now you're betting on the market and. If you have that mindset, the odds are your account's down, you know, if it's aggressively invested, it could be down 25% right now. Well, how long did it take for you to, you know, that was done in six months and, and it took you years to, to you know, gain that. And so um, it, it's the coolest feeling is to work with someone and say, oh, you've done everything you need to do. Let's just get this structured up for, for income. Um and they're like, sounds good, but I think I'm going to keep working because in the back of my mind, I'm set. If if I want to retire, I can. That's a pretty cool feeling to go to work and make work optional. Um, oh, yeah. But knowing that in the back of your head that if you needed to just call it quits, you could. You just now you know change directions and start taking your income. One of the things that you point out about creating that income plan is not only is it a you know a regular income, but it grows as you get older. I mean, you're going to get more income the way that you structure a plan. Well, we build it that way. Doesn't mean that everybody takes it that way. Um, I I've also found that a lot of people kind of do a reverse. They actually take more money up front in those go go years um, so that they can you know mark off their uh, bucket list or their wish list or the buy the second home or um, you know their kids are having grandkids and so they're able to go you know, visit them and travel so there's sometimes there's more money spent right after retirement than um, and then it tapers down from there in the slow go years and then ultimately there's the no-go years mm -hmm. now the no-go years can get really expensive if you haven't planned your long-term care or have a bucket for long-term care expenses because unfortunately Medicare doesn't cover those expenses and so you've got to pay out of pocket 
And so that's something that we want to make sure that clients, if they need extra income to cover that expense, that we've got a plan in place. And you don't necessarily have to buy just long-term care insurance. Um, there are some alternatives that we can look at uh, that would provide it if you need it. But if you didn't need it, you didn't waste the expense of, of paying for, you know, a bill, if you will, with sure. your long-term care. Well, and again, I think that's the insurance industry that has really responded in a, in a positive way to help folks into that long-term care. Because you said you should have a long-term care bucket. And, and I, like you said, there's some options out there that weren't available 10 years ago that, that are today that are making a big difference for folks. Yeah, most definitely. And I actually had a thought the other day because um, many of our clients have been with us well over 10 years. I mean, I started this company back in January 2008. We still have our first client. Um, so, you know, we've had people with us a very long time. And, um, you know, it's a peace of mind that as they're aging that we've got this plan that if, if you know, this, one of the spouses or, you know, a single spouse or single individual needs to start bringing in a little more income. I mean, to go into a, or you, the cost of having someone come in your home, 24-hour care, um, so not moving out of your house, you know, that can run anywhere from on a low end 6000 to as much as $10,000 a month. Um, to go in some of these assisted living places, you know, same thing, around $10,000 a month. And that inflationary increase is is like 6 or 7% a year. And so if it's $10,000 now, 10 years from now, you need $20,000 a month to have care, um, long-term wow. care. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, <laughs> but but those are but that's a conversation that we have to have as well, and uh, and that's what you do, and I think that it enable be able to do that. One of the other conversations I'm sure that you have plenty of, and I know we're running up against the clock here, but I want to just touch on a Roth conversion because I know a lot of people are curious about that, and it it may not be right for everybody, but it can be right for a lot of people. Right, and I think that people um, have a um, maybe a mindset that they they make too much money to do a Roth conversion and your Roth conversions do not have anything to do with your level of income. Um, it actually, you, you know, you can convert at any time. Uh, you could convert a hundred thousand of your IRA or a million dollars. You just have to be able to pay the tax liability. And so, um, I, that has been kind of a, uh, we've seen kind of an influx of people wanting to do the Roth conversions. Um, because we are in a technically lower tax, uh, federal tax bracket, right? Like even sure. if you're in the highest tax bracket right now, that's 37% versus 40 where it was and where it will change back to in, uh, 2026. Now this current market has yielded people's desire to also do Roth conversions because they're seeing that their account is down. And now you do a conversion on that lower amount so that whenever the market comes back up, you're still participating, but now you're at tax-free. So that's pretty cool as well. I like that. Yeah. So a lot of great opportunities to look at it. Um, and, and we haven't had this big of a downturn in the market in the last, what, two years? So, um, you know, it's a way to make... Lemonade out of lemons, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Well, folks can just give you a call and get on the uh, get on your calendar, can't they? Right. And that number here is 844-832-7469, 844-TFA-SHOW. Or you can visit our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. A lot of great information there. You can sign up to be on our newsletter. And you can actually book your appointment straight from our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. When we come back, spending and retirement. For some, it's a struggle to go from acquisition mode to distribution mode. Some tips on how to loosen the purse strings and keep your retirement on track. We're back on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler-Willie, uh, Brooklyn President CEO of Texas Financial Advisory, and uh, so much more. Uh, if you'd like to visit the website, I encourage you to do that. It's a great site, texasfinancialadvisory.com. You do a great job, Brooklyn, with keeping that up to date. I mean, there's a lot of pretty pictures, too, and but, there's, but the information underneath all of that is what's really key. Well, thanks. We work hard because, again, it's... That's our storefront, right? You yeah. know, we have offices in San Antonio and New Braunfels, but to truly kind of 
explain all the different options, that's the website. And yeah. um, so, you know, a lot of great information there, texasfinancialadvisory.com. And then if you subscribe, we can put you on our, our weekly newsletter so you could get that email every week. Uh, promise we're not looking to, to hound you, um, but it's it's just a way to stay relevant, but yet not get super in the weeds, right? Sure, of course. Well, and uh, so we're talking about getting, you know, loosening the purse strings. I mean, we do spend our, our lives, for the most part, putting money away. We're, it's always kind of in the back of our mind, well, I got to save for retirement, I got to save. And then we get to retirement, and we can't get out of that mindset of I got to save. So it's difficult to spend. Do you, do you find that? Has that been your experience? Well, <laughs> yes and no. Yes and no. Okay, good. I mean, there's some people that have no problem spending money. <laughs> well, a little too much sometimes. Well, it's too much. And we have to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I mean, I, I had a gentleman that retired and we did all this planning and they thought they would only need about $8,000 a month from their investments to sub, you know, substitute their income. Well, gets into retirement, and then that number jumped to ten thousand, and then twelve thousand, and it's gone all the way up to eighteen thousand dollars a month. Whoa! And it's just a lot. Feels so, like a lot. So that's that's uh, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, how do you risk. how do you hold? I mean, is it just a lot of hand holding? And and uh, boy, the, I mean, the conversation you must have had or have to have with them would be uh, that would be a difficult thing. Well, you know, again, I, my philosophy is it's your money. I just show you what the consequences could be as long as you're aware of it. Um, and, you know, I'm not the budget police. I'm not here to police how you spend your money. I give tools to our clients that, that they can, you know, get down to knowing exactly to the penny how much they're spending each month. Or, you know, we could just ballpark it. Um, but because we have a, a accounting practice within our firm, we have these accounting tools that you would use for a business, right? And so we're able to apply that to our clients' bank accounts and credit cards and be able to streamline it and say, yeah, look, there's a pattern here. And, you know, you spend more money. You've always spent in the last seven years more money in the month of you know, November, December, and, you know, whether that's Christmas or, you know, whatever that they're, maybe they took time off for work and that's when they vacation. So they're spending money on that or, you know, so there's fluctuations of income, um, or, or expenses. And, and that's important because we're going into retirement. And if we've set you at this fixed income, you know, $5,000 a month and ignored the fact that you always spend more money around November, December, and you're still just getting your $5,000 a month. And now you give me a call and you're like, I need to take $50,000 out. Right. Right. <laughs> well, that could be like, whoa, you know, that's out of the, why do we need that for? And then you do that every year. If we're, so that's why these cash flow plans um, are important because it shows us, you know, in, in reality, you don't spend just $5,000 a month. Right. You, you know, Sometimes more, sometimes less. Um, it's, it, it allows us to fluctuate your income. Well, and again, that makes sense, too, in, the, in that, you know, to be able to have that, again, you're looking over our shoulder, so to speak, and, and just guiding us. I mean, you're, like you said, you're not telling us, how, you know, how to spend our money. And I think you said, too, that it, it's not like I, you need to keep track of every dime that everybody spends. In fact, I would guess you probably didn't want to know that. No, but, I don't care. But if, you, but if it's a num, <laughs> but all we need is that number. Okay, here's what I need to pay my bills and, and, you know, stay above water, you know, every month. And then you're right. Okay, come holiday time, let's jack that up a little bit. I like it. Yeah, and again, it, it's a way for everybody to kind of be on the same page. Um, because, again, you're not going to remake this bucket, of, and this, this, especially once you're retired. Like, you're not going to go back out into the workforce and earn it. So unless you win the lottery or inherit it, um, the odds of you coming into a large lump sum, it's pretty slim to numb. Um, so it, it's we want to make sure we're being diligent to, to be able to give you you know, the best use of what you've saved um, so that you can, you know, live with, live and spend with confidence. And going to that, the divorce topic that we brought up earlier, yeah. <laughs> money is one of the leading causes for divorce, right? Sure and so that's why, in, I mean, when we're working with people that are married, um, you know, one spouse may be a little more, uh, you know, abreast of what's happened 
are happening with the investments and the other spouse may not want to know that level of detail but we need to all be on the same page because if one spouse passes the other one has to assume both roles right mm -hmm. and so we've also flip side of it found okay this you know the husband has been watching the 401ks and you know whatever he's been doing but the wife is the one that's in charge of how money is being allocated each month. She's doing the grocery shopping. She's, you know, spending the money, paying the bills. So she actually has more of a pulse on how money is being spent. So that's why we have to have everybody on this same page um, so that, you know, there's no surprises. Sure. So do you find that, that, I mean, I know men and women are different, but I mean, is that kind of the way that you see things on a regular basis? Is he's been sort of focused on the saving part. She is really the the, the hands-on. And yeah, it, could, it, it could be the other way too. It could be she and he, whatever. But yeah, one spouse, whether it's, it's not necessarily like always the husband's this way and always the wife is this way. No, right. it's, but typically it's just a divide and um, conquer, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one spouse does one thing and the other one does the other. And, um, but that's where, if we're not all on the same page, like what if the spouse that's watching the, the investments has taken on a really high risk tolerance and not realized like the market could, you know, takes the escalator down and, or, you know, the, or the elevator down and the stairs up, uh -huh. right? And so, um, you know, that could have a big effect. And what if the husband or the spouse that's watching the 401k thinks, well, we probably only need about $3,000 a month in retirement and social security will cover that. Well, I talked to the wife and she's like, oh no, you know, I easily spend a thousand dollars a month on food and, you know, we like to go to nice restaurants or whatever. Well, you don't want to necessarily just now sit at home all the time because you don't want to spend money. So Right, exactly. And and so how important is perhaps considering a part time job? And not necessarily because you have to work, but maybe because you want to. Does that impact things? Right. And and I've talked about this on other shows. There's a, a you gotta stay busy. In retirement and um, because sitting in a recliner all day will age you and Quickly. Um, you know so you need to have a purpose we and so it's fun to see what people are doing and and what's been cool is like people have gotten pretty creative I've got several clients that love to play golf and they figured out this kind of you know quit pro quo with the golf courses here in town like I work certain days and then I get to play golf for free on other days and you know, that's pretty nice because, yes, they're going up to the golf course every day or what, however many days, and they're not getting paid for it. But then, you know, they get to go play on that nice golf course for free, not having to spend any money. So, um, but, yeah, so it, it's if you don't need income for the job, we want to find out what you love and figure out is there a way that we can, you know, make this a mutually beneficial relationship, right, sure. Steve? Yeah, well, and again, I, I, a friend down in in uh, Florida, he was uh, he was an executive, pretty high powered guy, and retired in Florida, and decided he wanted to do something. So what he does is he washes boats, <laughs> right? Okay. So there's, That's I mean, it's like, one. yeah, the, no stress. He gets to see people. He gets yeah. to go out and and get a little bit of a workout. I mean, what a great way to go. And then you make friends that have boats. And exactly. You have to go buy your own See, you're boat thinking like me now. That's exactly the path I, I went down. I think that's a great idea because I will tell you right now, the the best sinking fund to invest in is a boat. Yeah, we've exactly. Got a, we've got a boat right now that's still broken from the the freeze of arm, you know, the freeze of Geddon or whatever it was. <laughs> yes. Can't get it fixed. It's just been a mess. Oh so, man. Yeah, total money dump. One right note, there. one final note. When we talk about fighting financial fears, what does that mean? Well, it, going to our mindset, right, and mm -hmm. and understanding, um, you know, we we don't have a crystal ball. We can try and give a prediction, but there's a lot of doom and gloom out there, and and. I'm not trying to be a, like a Pollyanna about this. Like yeah. I, I get that bad stuff has happened. I mean, like look what we've gone through with the, with COVID and just, you know, a lot of craziness out there. And so um, we want to put together something that's solid and, and, you know, would give you peace of mind. Um, it also kind of leads me to, uh, you know, legal risks out there. A lot of people don't think about this, but I mean, 
sadly, I mean, it only costs, what, $350 to file a lawsuit. And so we see people filing lawsuits and suing people and just dumb stuff. And if we don't have your... No, and if we don't have your assets protected, you know, there's a risk that you could lose what you've saved and worked for because of a a lawsuit. And so that's a a big risk that we've, you know, also want to insulate our clients from. And that's just the last thing we want them to go through. Well, Brooklyn, I think you got some spots left on your calendar. Let's invite folks to uh, take advantage of that. Right. And what we're uh, we're giving you the opportunity to come in here and just discuss your situation with one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory. Talk about your situation, where you're wanting to go, how you're trying to achieve it and see if we can help you put together things like putting together a puzzle to make it easier for you. Um, And and there's a lot of times there's tools that we have available to us that you don't have yourself. And so. If you'd like that, really, it's kind of a second opinion on what you're doing. If you'd like that opportunity, you can sign up right now. Just give us a call at 844-TFA-SHOW. That's 844-832-7469. And you can also visit our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. And right there on the website, you can actually book your consultation from there, texasfinancialadvisory.com. Sounds great. Uh, Brooklyn, let's uh, continue on the other side of this break. Time once again for questions from listeners. That and more when we come right back. And we are back on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie and consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Brooklyn President, CEO of Texas Financial Advisory right here in San Antonio. And uh, really, you're fiduciary, you're independent, you've got a lot of experience. Really, you kind of tick off all the boxes, Brooklyn, in terms of what people should look for, in my opinion, in an advisor. Well, thank you. We work really hard. And it's not just me. You know, I've got a team of advisors here. And... Um, that's been one of the fun things about growing this business is, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't want to be the best at everything. I want to build out a, a, a company and a firm that we've got the best of the best here and the brightest minds. And we all work together, um, to come up with a plan. And, you know, I, I find that a team working for you is stronger than just one individual right and so that's been the exciting thing about this firm and we've got um, some really great advisors here of course you can go to our website texasfinancialadvisory.com just to read more about um, who all is here and who um, you know who does the heavy lifting right right well I mean (laughs) behind the scenes you do right I mean not just you but I'm just saying you at at the Texas Financial Advisory I mean that's what you do you? I don't know, Steve. I feel like I'm just a pretty face. That's why I'm on the, I'm on the radio. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, no, I, I think you work more. Um, the um, So let's talk about uh, inflation, because that's everybody's favorite hot button issue today. Uh, and and to say that we're feeling the effects is uh, is a, an understatement. I found it interesting. I found a, a clip, uh, according to BMO Real Financial Progress Index Quarterly Report. All right. So what they're saying is 25% of Americans Americans feel they have to delay their retirement. That's really a lot. Um, so how are things and when are things going to change? Well, Ed Yardini uh, of Ed Yardini Research uh, says, eh, don't don't hold your breath. I think this is going to continue to be a very volatile year. I think it's next year that I'm anticipating we'll see better times ahead. But for now, I think um, the lower inflation is uh, going to help for a while. We still have some uncertainties with regards to energy, for example, up, up ahead here. But what's really come down quite a bit is uh, durable goods inflation. And a lot of that has been used car prices, of all things. And there's still plenty of room for other durable goods inflation rates to come down. On the other hand, rent inflation is going to be a problem. So there's there's still going to be a lot of volatility in the market uh, as these numbers continue to buffet around. Wow. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think you kind of nailed it, huh? Yeah. And, you know, we know this is not forever where we are today just like when the market's doing a a nice bull run it's not forever so it's trying to again maintain while we're in it um and and create strategy um we learn from each market which is really fascinating um and it's also cool to see the tools and the the different 
opportunities that come out of these market downturns. So, um, you know, inflation is is affecting us more than it probably has since the Jimmy Carter days. Um, and it's making people realize that it got to be mindful of it, that the dollar doesn't go as far as it used to. Sure. So are you seeing that that 25 percent saying they have to delay retirement? Are you seeing that in, in your clients? Well, I think that I mean, I don't know, because people come in here at all different times of their life. Um, you know, I think that coronavirus was scary, right? And the the fact that jobs, I mean, if you work at a restaurant or own a restaurant, I mean, that was, who would have thought they would be in that place. But then out of that came some really cool stuff. And I mean, we can now get our food delivered all the time. Oh boy. And I'm taking advantage of that. (laughs) Buy margaritas to go. (laughs) I mean, there's just a lot of cool stuff that's come out of, uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, get come out of, you know, some of the downturns of, or the, the negatives of, um, coronavirus, but you know, that was a time where people were like also having a a realization that they didn't like what they were doing and they didn't want the grind. They wanted to live life because it's short and, um, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And so we were seeing people retire much sooner than they thought they were going to retire because they were like, you know, listen, I, you know, I want to spend the years when I'm in good health and be able to travel and do things versus sit at my desk. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, it's across the board. I mean, this guy's quoting a 25%. Uh, I mean, it's for every one person, there's someone else that does something different. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Folks, if you want to get in touch, 844-TFA-SHOW. That's 844-832-7469. All right, let's jump into some of these questions while we've still got some time, uh, Brooklyn. Uh, Beverly uh, checks in from San Antonio. She says, I'm 52 years old, divorced, and considering remarrying a man who is 61 years old and also divorced. Can I draw on his Social Security when I turn 62? Can his ex-wife also collect on his Social Security? So, yes. The short answer is yes. Okay. Yes. Um, So you are able to draw on uh, an ex-spouse's Social Security as long as you were married for 10 years in the state of Texas. So um, you are eligible to draw on that. It doesn't affect the the ex-spouse so you can't be like i'm gonna get back at them and take their social security (laughs) that's what they want (laughs) i guess you can think that way but that's not how it works um he still gets to keep his and his new wife still gets to get hers and get half of his if it makes sense but um but yeah yeah. All right. Good. Uh, again, uh, uh, Beverly, if you want, 844-TFA-SHOW. That's the number you can call uh, to connect. Let's see. Uh, let's check in with Ben. He's in Austin. Uh, ben says, I'm the guy who never opens his investment account statements because I'm scared to look and because I don't really know what I'm looking at anyway. How do you help a guy like me? So a big portion of what we do here at Texas Financial Advisory, we've spent a, I've spent a lot of time and money. I think it's fascinating on human behavior and the financial like psyche around. Yeah, oh, that's a fascinating our, topic. Yeah, there's actually you can go get like a doctorate in behavioral finance. Yeah, right. Um, maybe I'll get that one day. Maybe there um, we go. <laughs> but. Uh, Really, there's there's nine financial identities out there, meaning that um, you can be an accumulator, a phobic, a gambler. And just because I'm saying those names, it really doesn't even adequately describe the personality. But it, it I mean, again, not to sound like a psychologist because I'm not one, but um, everything kind of stems from either like your childhood or some major event in life. And so there's some reason here you're avoiding your statements. I don't know. Maybe you had bad news delivered to you via mail or so. I, I mean, I have no idea what's going on. Sure. Um, but there's a way around that. Right. And so here at Texas financial advisory, we're like the project manager of your accounts. And so we're looking at the overall plan. So Ben, if you come in and we sit down and you tell me, okay, I want to retire in five years and I need, six thousand dollars a month and you know want to pay my house off whatever it is that you're wanting from there we kind of reverse engineer it and say you know here's what the investments need to do for us and this is what it'll 
pay out and so on and so forth. So uh, that scariness goes away because those statements that you get, you know, they're just reports. <laughs> That's all it is. Right. And it doesn't even really translate to what it can do for you. And so the plan is what you're missing. And um, so if you'd like the opportunity to see what that would look like, I encourage you, Ben, to reach out to us at 844-832-7469, 844-TFA-SHOW. And um, something going back to Beverly that asked about the Social Security, I meant to mention this. Sure. We actually have software that will calculate Social Security and all the different strategies with Social Security, you know, draw on an ex-spouse, then take your spouse's, and then draw on your own. So there's a way for us to give you, you know, a true Social Security strategy and um, that that's important for our clients to be able to figure out how to maximize Social Security. So, again, going back to Beverly, I forgot to mention it, but any of our um, – you know, prospective clients or clients that want, want that, you just reach out to us at 844-832-7469, 844-TFA-SHOW. 844-TFA-SHOW, that's the number you can call. Let's see, we've got time for one more. Let's go to George in San Antonio. George says, I've always had fun researching and then buying and selling stocks as a hobby. However, my wife isn't so thrilled about me continuing this hobby as we get into retirement, which is only a couple of years away now. Any advice on a way for us to find some middle ground here? <laughs> Oh, George. Um, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> you know, I'm probably on your wife's side on this. Uh, I've not found too many people that are all that great at doing it themselves. But, I mean, I've, I, I'm not saying that it can't be done. Sure. Um, so maybe we just have a separate account for you, and there's just a certain amount of money in that that you're able to work with so that – you know, the rest of the accounts are being professionally managed. Um, now, this is where we got to have everybody on the same t page, same table, you know, everyone understanding. And so that's why it's important if you're married, we want to involve the other spouse. So, you know, I could spin this in your favor, George, because I can say, look, wife, whatever her name is, um, uh, you know, this money over here with Texas Financial Advisory, it's doing one thing, and it's going to provide you all that check every single month when George retires. You don't have to worry about income ever. And now we've left this other bucket of money for you, George, that we don't need it for income, and you can go and try and double it or triple it overnight. I don't know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, and again, on that note, let's go ahead and uh, we've got one more time to invite folks to call. All right. So again, we do this show every week, which is a great way to you know get to know us. Of course, you can go to our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. A lot of great information there. But there is an opportunity to come in and get a second opinion on what you're doing. And in that second opinion, we're going to look at the fees you're paying. Is there any way we could put more of that money back in your pocket? We're going to look at the amount of risk that you're taking. Um, you know, is there something there that could be like a blind spot that you just don't know what you don't know? And, um, you know, again, to try and look at the risks, we're going to look at your income plan, whether you're needing income now or in the future, um, you know, Social Security planning, Medicare planning, and then it goes into tax planning as well as estate planning. So all those factors get hit upon um, in that meeting. It's a lot in one meeting, but we're just touching on it and then we figure out, you know, what do we need to work on first? And we put together a game plan. And so that's that's how we work here at Texas Financial Advisory. So if you'd like that opportunity, you can reach out to us at 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. Or just visit our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com, and you can book a consultation from there. Ah, that sounds great. And again, folks, it's 844-TFA-SHOW, 844-832-7469. Or visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. Well, Brooklyn, as always, it's a pleasure. This is becoming one of my favorite hours of the week, just chatting with you. Well, thanks, Steve. And again, we're going to come back again next week. We're going to have new topics and questions and more right here on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn chandler Wilkins.
Investment advisory services offered through Queen Bee Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brooklyn Chandler Willie provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Queen Bee Advisors LLC. By contacting Queen Bee Advisors LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products. Cryptocurrency is a digital representation of a value that functions as a medium of exchange, a unit of account, or a store of value, but it does not have a legal tender status. Cryptocurrencies are sometimes exchanged for US dollars or other currencies around the world, but they are not generally backed or supported by any government or central bank. Their value is completely derived by market forces of supply and demand, and they are more volatile than traditional currencies. Cryptocurrencies are not covered by either FDIC or SIPC insurance. Legislative and regulatory changes or actions at the state, federal, or international level may adversely affect the use, transfer, exchange, and value of cryptocurrency. Purchasing cryptocurrencies comes with a number of risks, including volatile market price swings or flash crashes, market manipulation, and cybersecurity risks. In addition, cryptocurrency markets and exchanges are not regulated with the same controls or customer protections available in equity options, futures, or foreign exchange investing. Fixed annuities are long-term insurance contracts, and there is a surrender charge imposed generally during the first five to seven years that you own the annuity contract. Withdrawals prior to age 59 and a half may result in a 10% IRS tax penalty in addition to any ordinary income tax. Any guarantees of the annuity are backed by the financial strength of the underlying insurance company. Indexed annuities are insurance contracts that, depending on the contract, may offer a guaranteed annual interest rate and some participation growth, if any, of a stock market index. Such contracts have substantial variation in terms, cost of guarantee, and features, and may cap participation in returns in significant ways. Any guarantees offered are backed by the financial strength of the insurance company. Surrender charges apply if not held to the end of the term. Withdrawals are taxed as ordinary income, and if taken to 59 a 10% federal tax penalty will apply. Investors are cautioned to carefully review an indexed annuity for its features, costs, risks, and how the variables are calculated. Please consider the investment options, risks, charges, and expenses carefully before investing in variable annuities. The prospectus, which contains this and other information about the variable annuity contract and the underlying investment options, can be obtained from the insurance company or your financial professional. Be sure to read the prospectus carefully before deciding whether to invest. The investment return and principal value of the variable annuity investment options are not guaranteed. Variable annuity sub-accounts fluctuate with changes in market conditions. The principal may be worth more or less than the original amount invested when the annuity is surrendered. Not associated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Maximizing your Social Security benefits assumes foreknowledge of your date of death. If, as an example, you want to claim a higher monthly benefit amount but predecease your average life expectancy, it would have been better to claim your benefits at an earlier age with reduced benefits. Neither asset allocation nor diversification guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in a declining market. They are methods used to help manage investment risk. Rebalancing or reallocating can entail transaction costs and tax consequences that should be considered when determining a rebalancing reallocation strategy.